Yo. Yeah. We're back, finally. After a long absence, like two months. You know, that's my fault. It is your fault. It is my fault. I'm trying to be more consistent with this, with the website. You know, trying. Trying my best. That new logo was fire, though. Yeah, we we, 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 we redesigned. I just started crazy. We redesigned for this season. New logos for everything. Because we stepping our game up. Bars. Trying to be more clean. Bars. More concise bars i don't even know if that's the right word but we're trying we're trying to do stuff we're trying to do a big trying to you know build the brand make it stronger whatever but uh we're back your boy tyler hernandez co-host mike saeed you just gonna put my government out like that every episode you gotta do this shit yeah, yeah. this shit the last episode is the same shit i'm mike yeah your <laughs> name on your twitter profile it don't even matter bro my business all right so the Nets are back. It's the preseason. They're two and zero, undefeated, greatest team of all time. Maybe I don't yes, know. Yes, no, we are. Something like that. Fuck um, the Knicks. Yeah, the Nets started off the preseason with a win a couple days ago on Tuesday against the Knicks, one fifteen, one hundred seven, and D'Angelo Russell made his presence felt immediately, scoring nineteen points on seven of fourteen shooting. Jeremy Lin scored eight points on two of nine shooting, and it's. One of the most talked about topics of the offseason, how D'Angelo Russell and Jeremy Lin are going to coexist together, how they're going to play together, how they're going to feed off each other. Some people want D'Angelo to start, Jeremy Lin to come off the bench. A lot of people don't want them to start together in the backcourt together. But I think, you know, after last night's game, after watching the first two games, seeing how they played with each other, I think that there's they're going to be fine. You know, there's going to be nights where Jeremy, Jeremy Lin isn't, you know, on like the first preseason game where he scored eight and D'Angelo scored 19. And there's going to be games like last night's game against Miami where Jeremy Lin scored 16 points on five of seven shooting and D'Angelo Russell scored nine points on four of 14 shooting. So there's going to be, there's going to have to be nights where, you know, D'Angelo picks up Jeremy, Jeremy picks up D'Angelo or nights where they both go off together. You know, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a thing. What are you, what are your thoughts on this whole thing? Uh, as soon as we got D'Angelo, uh, I wanted him to start at two and to have uh, Jeremy Lin start at the point guard because Jeremy Lin is a point guard and D'Angelo Russell is a shooter. Uh, he does play the point guard position well, but uh, he has the size to play the two. And he, like I said, he's a shooter. So I have no problem with that. I like it. Uh, they're both, um, they both have the capability to be uh have uh to be good scores but you know like he said they need to pick off each other when one of them is being inconsistent because they both aren't the most consistent scores so but i still like it and one of the things i noticed last night that might be a thing going forward this season is you know they both start the game together and kenny atkinson subbed out d'angelo early and bought him back in with the second unit to play with them and that's something that you know i'd, I'd like to see because Right now, the Nets have a lot of guards. You know, taking a look at the roster, you know, you have just like D'Angelo, you have Jeremy, you have Spencer Dinwiddie, you have Kilpatrick, you have Whitehead, uh, you have Karis LeVert. You know, it's going to be hard to distribute minutes to all these guys. And if, you know, you have, you know, Jeremy playing with the first unit, they're both going to play significant minutes starting, obviously. But you have Jeremy Lin playing with the first unit most of the game. And then you have D'Angelo coming with the second guys. And 
it's it's going to be an interesting dynamic to see how Kenny Atkinson uses both of them this season, obviously. But um, the Nets are 2-0. and They have looked really good so far. The spacings look good. The passings look good. You know, last night's game against the Heat was kind of sloppy early on. All the fouls that were being called, all the traveling violations, all that. But um, for the most part, the Nets look really good. They look really fun, obviously, you know. It's just the preseason, so none of this matters in the long run. But, you know, just looking at how some of the players have played and how some of our young guys are playing and how they're adapting and playing with each other. Guys like Damari Carroll, guys like Rondé Hollis-Jefferson and um, Spencer Dinwiddie are, you know, making these huge impacts. Not huge impacts, but they're making a statement here in the preseason. And young guys like, you know, Jared Allen's played really impressive minutes. He hasn't scored the ball at an impressive rate or anything, but he's a big presence down low. And one of the things I liked last night is that Kenny Atkinson played Allen and Tyler Zeller together, which is obviously a black hole offensively. But defensively, having those two big guys down low in the paint, you know, they're both seven-footers. Having them down there, twin towers, you feel me? Yeah, they both um, they both pick up for what we lost uh, with Brooke. Um, like you said, they're, they're not going to score, but... They are good pe. They're they good pieces to have, uh, in the front court when um. And obviously, there's like there's no replacing Brook Lopez. Oh yeah, definitely. And his you know his um, input. There's no replacing how he played. There's no replacing his scoring. But the Nets have some pieces at the center position and in the front court. You know to kind of like ease them away from like you know relying on their center to score 25 a night yeah we didn't we didn't draft jared allen to score anyway we drafted him for his ability to rebound to play defense to shot block that's what we signed tyler zeller for so for anyone to expect either of them to drop 20 a night not saying that people are but don't expect them to fill what we lost in brook we still have scoring on the team it's just consistency is what we need from our pure scorers Timothy Mozgov hit a three-pointer. Oh, yeah, night. that was random as fuck. I, I Timothy Mozgov hit a three-pointer last night. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, he splashed it, too. It yeah, was, like, I know. all net. I know. And I I'm saw just, it. I, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, you know what? We're going to be okay. Yeah, like, if I'm we have Timothy Mozgov nailing three-pointers, it's over for the rest of the NBA. <laughs> for real. And um, one player that, you know, has impressed me a little bit through the preseason is Damari Carroll who essentially was just handed to us for $1.95, just a salary dump. And a lot of people were like, oh, well, he's just a salary dump, his contract, blah, blah, blah. But he's been playing well. For the minutes that he's gotten, um, he's been starting these last two preseason games for to see how he, you know, gels in. He already looks really good. And, you know, he if we can get him to, you know, He's averaging nine and a half at nine and a half points per game and eight rebounds per game through these first two games. And if we can get that kind of input output from him this season, then you know he's going to be end up being a steal. We just gave him away. Well, we, we got him. We gave Jared Allen away just to get that pick, that first round pick from Toronto, and they just threw Damari Carroll in there. Like, ha, huh, you know, here you go. He's old and washed up, and here's his contract. Pay the rest of it off. And so far, he's looked young. He's looked he's looked young. He's looked good, he's looked spry, he's looked, you know, healthy. And that's a big thing for the Nets to get that kind of uh to get that kind of production from Damari Carroll, who essentially was just a salary dump. 
This is the second time you said spry, and I still don't know what it means. Spry, like... But anyways... <laughs> quick, um, like... Yeah, no, like, I like it. As long as he stays... Him and Jeremy Lin, as long as they stay healthy, I'm perfectly fine with both of them being old as fuck, and... Jeremy Lin's not even old. Shut up. He's a veteran, so he's old. <laughs> what is he, like, 28? Something like that. Yeah, he's old as fuck. That's... That's, that's like, 50 in NBA years. Mm. Anyways... Um, no, but like I said, as long as they both stay healthy, I love the fact that they're on the floor. Damari Carroll used to dog us when he was on Atlanta. He used to splash threes for no reason. So as long as he uh plays defense and stays consistent with shooting, just like everybody else, I think we'll be perfectly fine. Yeah, consistency and defense are going to have to be two key f- factors for the Nets this year if they want to have any success. And the East is wide open at this point, yeah. you know. We're going to be in second place. Everybody moved west. All the superstar players, Carmelo Anthony and all them, they Paul moved over. Yeah, Paul George, they all moved west. So the bottom half of the Eastern Conference <laughs> is wide open. The top half. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the whole Eastern Conference as a whole, it's just, it's wide open. You have Cleveland, you have Boston. Yeah, that's it. And then the rest is, you know, wide open. Yeah. And they're obviously going to be the one or two seeds vice versa, whatever. But the Nets, honestly, with the pieces that we have, if everything goes right, if everything, you know, plays out and they look how they look these first two preseason games, obviously preseason isn't really something to, you know, base your judgments on because it's just preseason um, and the stats mean nothing. All these stats mean nothing, but they've looked really good. They've looked fun. They've looked athletic. They're spacing the floor, all these open looks that they're getting from three, the ball movement, everything just looks so good. And you're kind of seeing, you know, the system that Kenny Atkinson's putting into place, the vision that Sean Marks had when he took over the GM position. You know, you have all these young guys and all these guys in development, guys like Isaiah Whitehead, guys like Karis LeVert, guys like Jared Allen, you know, who in a couple of years, and guys like Rondé Hollis Jefferson, who in a couple of years are going to be, you know, NBA, like, caliber talent you know not to say right now that they aren't but um like legitimate you know and Rondé has looked really good these first two preseason games last night he scored 10 points on five of nine shooting and his jump shot Kobe his jump shot he was number 24 for a reason his jump shot looked good yeah it It didn't look broken it didn't look awkward it didn't look I mean, he was forcing shots, but they went in, so... Yeah, like, some of, some of the shots he took were, like, really egregious yeah, for they no made, reason. They made no sense but, as um, to why they went in, but I'm happy they did. And every time he pulled up, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, they went in, so, like, <laughs> if, if he can keep working on his jump shot, if he can keep getting that to fall down, and he keeps, you know, spending hours in the gym working on his jump shot, we're gonna have, like, a really good, you know, player in Rondé. Yeah, Kobe Hollis Jefferson is going to take us to the playoffs. <laughs> he scored 10 points last night, 9 rebounds. Um, another player that, you know, has looked really good so far, Spencer Dinwiddie. Are, are you looking at me so I can apologize? I've apologized already. Yeah, I need to apologize. Uh, I talked a lot of shit about Spencer Dinwiddie when we got him, and I take all of it back because he's been a decent player. And like you said before, we have a lot of guards fighting for minutes, so... I probably should have said this earlier, but the guys like Spencer Dinwiddie, we need to have him come off the bench at the point guard instead of having Jeremy Lin as the sixth man because we have legitimate players. Like, we don't have 
too much, but we do have players that are NBA players. They play well. Um, so I don't think we have any problem at the guard position, especially since Spencer did. I mean, if anything, we, we have a log jam at it. You know? Yeah, we have a lot of guards that can that we can give minutes to. Like, it's not like we have to, we have to like, like force it. Yeah. We, we have players that earned minutes and that if we give them minutes, they're going to perform. And that's going to make it harder for guys like Isaiah Whitehead and Joe Harris to get yeah. like legitimate minutes other than, you know, like the last two minutes of a blowout or whatever. Yeah, I it's, forgot Joe Harris even existed. He's been playing well these I first know. two preseason Yeah, just games. like the beginning of last season. Yeah. Well, and then he disappeared. You know, Kyle Corver light. <laughs> um, Joe Harris has been playing well. He's averaging 11.5 points per game these first two preseason games, shooting 55% from deep. I like it. If we This is what we need. We need spot-up three-point yeah. shooters. We need guys who can shoot the ball because our spacing is going to be so good this year. And guys like Karis LeBert and Alan Crabb haven't even played a preseason game. So you insert those two guys into the lineup instead of, you know, maybe like um, Joe Harris and whatever the spacing is going to be good. Alan Crabb can shoot the ball. Karis LeVert, I don't even need to say anything. He can shoot the ball. Karis LeVert can do everything. And he takes ankles. Karis LeVert. Wayne Ellington. I forgot he was on the heat last night. Yeah, he fucking balled out a little bit. And I was watching the game, and he made a shot, and they said his name. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, like, your ankles are fine now. (laughs) But, um... Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard for guys like Joe Harris and especially Isaiah Whitehead who didn't play terrible last season. He really, you know, yeah, he played well. Yeah, you give him minutes. Yeah. Like I said, you give them minutes, they're gonna perform. And he's it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard for guys like him to get minutes because of the guy the talent that we have at the guard position and Lynn and Russell and Lavert and um, Kilpatrick and even Sean Kilpatrick, you know. I love Sean Kilpatrick. I just, the thing with Sean Kilpatrick is he needs to stay consistent. He's leading the Nets in scoring through these first two games. He's averaging 14.5 points per game. His shots look good. He's looked good shooting the ball. I have no problems with that. But, you know, when the regular season starts. Oh, yeah, of course. That's everybody, though. Yeah, consistency is going to be a big thing for this team. And it's going to make or break the Nets down the road. You know, because you can get off to a hot start like the Nets have in this preseason. You can get off to a hot start in the regular season. And then you can just go cold, and you know it depends on how long you're cold for. That it's gonna make or break your season. You know why I'm happy we're playing well now? Because remember how shitty we played last preseason? Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. So this is giving us well, last more... season was bad too. It just never ended. Yeah, you know, let's just pretend like that didn't. But <laughs> what I'm saying is the fact that they're playing the ball, like you said, the ball movement's good. The shooting's been good. As long as everybody stays consistent, we're going to have something to look forward and to. And this is all without two key rotational yeah, exactly. pieces, too. So, like, you factor those guys in, and I don't know. I just have a lot of praise. The hype train's, like, taking off, and I'm starting to, like, feel yeah, it, yeah, you know? We're going to be in second place. Yeah, at least. At the very worst, third place. <laughs> but, um, can we talk about Jeremy Lin and I his lo- hair? Oh, and yeah. Kenyon Martin? Yeah, yeah. Please. Fuck you, Kenyon Martin. I love you, but fuck you. Kenyon Martin's my man's like that. one of my favorite Nets of all time. Um, this week, well, yesterday, he decided to get on Instagram and start talking shit about Jeremy Lin's hair. Yeah. And he really got 
his has handed to him in the most polite way somebody could tell somebody go fuck yourself. Kenya Martin has a problem <laughs> with Jeremy Lin's hair and he decided to go on the internet and talk about it and like all people, all athletes and celebrities who go on the internet and talk shit, he got served by Jeremy Lin himself. Kenya Martin pointed out the fact that Jeremy Lin's dreads are him trying to be black and how, you know, how is this allowed on the nets and all of that. And Jeremy Lin responded by just saying, you know what? I like my hair. You have Chinese tattoos on you. Bitch. No problem. I used to have your poster on my wall. If he ended it with sir, I'm buying another Jeremy Lin jersey. And then to make things worse for Kenyon Martin, Lil B, the base god, put the base god curse on Kenyon Martin today on Twitter. So, Kenyon Martin, you played yourself. I love you. You're one of my favorite Nets of all time, but you played yourself. All right. To be fair, Jeremy Lin in the 90s with dreads, he's getting he's getting flamed. Well, yeah, probably. Every day until yeah. he cuts that shit off. Probably. It's not right. even his worst hairstyle. No, it is. The mohawk. It is. The mohawk was terrible. He was not on the Nets when he had a mohawk. All right. It's still one of his on, hairstyles. On the, on the Nets... This is his worst hairstyle. No, worst. I didn't like the braids. The braids were fire. I didn't like the Don't, braids. No, the braids were fire. I didn't like He almost the dropped a triple-double. You remember that's that? That's true. The first day he... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. But, like, I like the dreads. I don't have a problem no, with I don't, them. I don't like them. It's but, not I his mean, worst. I don't, it's, yeah, it's, I mean... But the thing is, I don't give a shit what's on his head as long as he plays. Well, that's, that should be the thing. But yeah. Kenyon Martin had to go on Instagram and make a whole goddamn... How old is he? Fucking 40? At least. He's 40. He's from the 90s. He talks shit. He dunks on people. What else do you expect? Well, you know what? It would have been nice if he had just It would have been nice if he just kept his mouth shut because now he's cursed. But, well, now everybody, everybody, you know, it's bringing relevancy to the team. It's bringing, you know, attention to Jeremy Lin, who's... Having Jeremy Lin on the team brought relevancy to the team. He's the greatest of all time. Yeah. That it did. That it did. Um... Let's take a look at the season. So, I don't think we did a season preview this. No, we didn't. And I'm kind of scared to look at the schedule because I haven't looked at it yet. Well, we open up the regular season in a couple weeks. Against the Magic, right? No, that's our home opener. Oh. Um, we take a look at the, take a look at the schedule. The Nets will open up the season October 18th in Indiana against the Pacers. I can't name one player on the Pacers other than Lance Stevenson. Victor Oladipo. Oh, I forgot they had him. And he released a single. I'm happy for him. Is it good? Have you listened to it? I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> you know Lance Stevenson's releasing a single too? What, what kind of single? Cause a single. No, but rap? I'm assuming. Oh, uh, no. Nah, Victor Oladipo was singing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Remember when he came out yeah. at the dunk contest like two years ago singing? Yeah, that doo-doo-ass dunk contest. That was terrible. It was. It was terrible. No, it wasn't. It was. Wait. That that one was terrible. Oh, I'm thinking that's of last one, year. That's the one with Ben McLemore and Mason oh. Plumley. <laughs> I can't believe they let him in the dunk contest. I, yeah. I it's just because it was at Barclays and he yeah. was a member of the Nets. Yeah. Who did... They should have let fucking... What's his name? Oh. Who was number 22 before... Before, uh, uh, Corey Jefferson. No, the other one. Markel Brown? Yes. I thought he was 21. 22. Oh. Corey Jefferson was 21. They okay. should have let Markel Brown in the dunk they contest. They really should have. I missed Instead, him. we have... I wonder what he's doing. He's not yeah. in the NBA anymore. He's not? I don't think so. Fuck. <laughs> I don't think so. I miss him. 
Well, he gave us that 360 dunk, so... And he also dropped a few triple-doubles for us. Did he? Yeah. Markel Brown? I think his first start, he got 11-11-11. I gotta check the stats yeah. on that. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure he did. Maybe. But um, the Nets open up the season in Indiana October 18th, and then October 20th, they'll be home for the home opener against the Magic. Those are two games that they should win. I lied, it was a double-double. Should win. Should they? I cool. think against the Pacers. Honestly, I think it's going to be close against the we Pacers. We could beat anybody in the NBA if we play consistent. Like well, that's, that's I'm going to keep saying that. That's the Magic Johnson answer. Yeah, no, but we do have talent to beat anybody. Well, yeah. We don't, we almost beat Golden State last year. The last nobody. two years, yeah, with nobody. So yeah, so and we're better. We sh- honestly, we should win the game against the Magic. That we should at least go. Other than Aaron Gordon and Evan Fournier, who do they have? Uh, Alfred Payton. Did you just say Alfred? Alfred. 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 That's his first name. Yeah, he needs to cut his hair. Who um, do they have? Like yeah, I don't. I don't uh, know. They have Jonathan Simmons. Oh yeah, he's nice, but yeah, maybe like, he. They, I don't know. Maybe he was a system player. Yeah, he definitely was. Uh, the Nets have three winnable games the first week of the season. We have eighty-two winnable games. Fucking Magic Johnson over here. <laughs> Their first three opponents are the Pacers, the Magic, and the Hawks, three teams that are... Oh, that are ass. Yeah. Yeah. And then their first four opponents, they play the Magic twice the first two weeks of the season. The 20th and the 24th, they'll be in Orlando. And then their first real test comes October 25th. Oh, yes, we're losing by ...against the Cavaliers. I'm going to turn off this game in the middle of the first quarter. Well, just maybe, you know... I'm trying to I'm trying to you know, put together a comprehensive podcast over here. Oh yeah. Oh, so you don't like eighty two and oh, Mike, but you don't also like oh, I'm gonna turn off the game in the first quarter, Mike. But the there has to be a middle me? ground. There's gonna be okay, I'm gonna fine. watch half of the game until we're down by thirty five, <laughs> okay. and right. then I'm gonna turn the TV off. All right. And then and we're gonna come back and destroy the Knicks because fuck the Knicks. Yeah. Then they have the Knicks October twenty seventh, and the Nuggets October 29th. and then you know just Nuggets. looking. Looking at the schedule, there's going to be a lot. There's going to be stretches where, you know, we have a lot of road games in a row. We have a couple West Coast road trips, and those aren't always the easiest. And we broke down the schedule a couple podcasts ago. We're not going to go through all that again. But on the outlook for the season, it's really up to consistency. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, his consistency, you know, he dropped 19 the first game. And then, you know, put up a 4 for 14 shooting performance last night. And it's going to be, I'm sorry, I'm so sick. But it's going to be up to, you know, how the players perform, how they can stay consistent, how they can play defense. And there's no replacing, you know, a Brooke Lopez. There's no replacing his, you know, output and what he brought to the team. But they have pieces. They have legitimate pieces. They have a legitimate point guard in Jeremy Lin. They have a legitimate point guard in D'Angelo Russell. They have young talent like Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. They have Timofey Mozgov out here hitting three-pointers. They have Damari Carroll who looks really good for the first time in two seasons. They have guys off the bench like Karis LeVert. They have Alan Crabb. They have um, Sean Kilpatrick, Spencer Dinwiddie. All these guys, you know, that Kobe are Hollis Jefferson. All these guys that are hungry. All these mm-hmm. guys that are determined to prove themselves. And honestly, it's up to them how far they go. Like we said, like the East is wide open. And those, you know, bottom three, four spots, they're for the taking, honestly. And 
I think the Nets can surprise a lot of people this year. You know, they're already turning heads through these first two preseason games just by, you know, scrolling my timeline on Twitter and seeing all these national writers, you know, praise the Nets and how they look good and how they look fun and all that. And, you know, being fun, looking fun doesn't always win a lot of games, but it makes for entertaining basketball. And that's what you want. You want to win games. You want to be an entertaining team. But at the end of the day, you know, when Sean Marks took over this team, when Kenny Atkinson was made the head coach, it was all about rebuilding and, you know, planning for the future, developing these young guys that the Nets had, reverting, you know, going away from the old way of, you know, bringing in these high-profile free agents that turn out to be nothing, signing guys to max contracts that turn out to not produce. And, you know, the direction of the team, a lot of the fans should be excited. And I haven't seen a negative fan in a minute. Because you, know? you muted all of them. That's also true. <laughs> That's also true. Um, we have one question today. From Oliver at Oliver Champagne says, I know it's preseason, but Nets looking good chance at playoffs. Second place. Yes. Honestly, I'm not even trying to be a homer right now. I'm not trying to be a stand or whatever. I think that the Nets can, you know, take the seventh or eighth season. Oh, yeah. Honestly, realistically, realistically, I think we can win 35 games. Honestly, yeah. I think 30 to 35 yeah. would be our window. And if they win more than fucking... We were, we were going all right. to second place. We were all right at the end of the day. But um yeah, that's the podcast. I think we got a lot of productivity out of this. We're probably we're gonna try to be more consistent, maybe once a week. I I'm intending to do once a week. I hope. Yeah, I mean Yeah. It is your fault. So Well yeah, man. Yeah. Stop living life and shit. I'm sorry. What the fuck's wrong with you? I'm sorry. <laughs> but um Follow me on Twitter at Ty Hernandez underscore follow Beat of Brooklyn on Twitter at Beat of Brooklyn. Check out the website, beatofbrooklyn.com. Follow Mike on Twitter at... Fuck, what is, what is my name? Oh, uh, at one Mike underscore. Yeah. Yeah, go Nets.